Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Anime Coffee House podcast. Today we're going to be talking about seasonal anime, mostly the new stuff because we don't need to get into the uh, sequels. They already have a fan base. We want to kind of break down what's new, up and coming, and recommend something that maybe people might be missing or they might think is getting overhyped and they want to hear a little bit more about it before they go and watch it. Um, so Nicole, where do you want to start today? I thought we could start off with Hori Mia. A lot of people have been talking about this show, so we can start there. Okay, we'll start with Hori-san <laughs> to Mia Mirakun, a.k.a. Hori Mia, which, if you have noticed, it's literally just her last name and the first bit of his last name. Yes, very creative. I know. They're amazing. Um, we're going to do a rating scale to start out each show. At least for my rating scale, you have 1 to 10. One being hot garbage, five being meh, and then ten being, you know, instant classic you have to go watch. And you can kind of fill in from there, you know, nine's amazing, eight's great, you know, seven's good, six is okay, and so on and so forth. So just starting out with Horimiya, I would personally, off of my first impressions, I'll get the ratings out of the way and I'll explain why. Or probably, I would give it an eight out of ten. Um... It's a great romance. When I was watching it, I compared it a lot to Toradora when it came to quality level of character development and just like how enjoyment level for me. And Toradora being like my third favorite romance, so it being around that area definitely hit home. I I think Hori carries the show with her personality and how short like short tempered she is and her like weird blow ups, but it's really cute the way she does it. Um, I don't know how you feel about it. Corey, I think she's a great lead. I think Miyamura is more interesting though. I really like his alternative personality outside of school, how in school everyone thinks he's this super nerdy guy, maybe a bit emo. And then outside of school, he's actually not a very good student. He has all these tattoos, all these like all these piercings. I think he's really well developed, um, and I like I like Hori too. I wish her alternate personality would have been more dramatic. In school, she's this sort of portrayed as this popular girl, perfect, and at home she kind of has she has a rough home life. She has to do all these chores and look after her little brother. But they're both great characters, and I don't know. To me too. I did you you said you gave this in did you say what your rating was? It was an eight. I gave it an eight. So it's Yeah, I would I would also give this a strong eight out of ten, possibly higher once I see the rest of it. And for me that's rare because I'm not particularly into rom coms. And this seems like it would just be another stereoty- stereotypical one. And I'm not sure what's so different about it, but these characters are so relatable and you get so invested and really care about them. But, uh, they do a yeah, great Hori. job of character development in this show. Even the side mm-hmm. characters, like uh, their friends Yuki and Toru, like they they give them enough screen time that when they're on screen, they have meaningful interactions mm-hmm. with your main characters. They have meaningful interactions with other side characters. Like even though you you follow Hori and Miyamura, like those other side characters play a big impact in the main story, which I think is a very well done thing and i also what i like about this show and i've said it before i just i love this when it comes to romance i want the the meeting the confession 
the relationship and the troubles that subside all in like, mm-hmm. you know, fairly, yeah. if it's going to be a 13 episode series, you know, I want three episodes of them growing the confession, three episodes of them dating, going through problems, and then like a climax of them like really finding out what they building a relationship because a lot of times in romance anime you get that build up you know you you follow these mm-hmm. two characters and then at the end of the series they get together and that's it you're done like you saw you see them kiss you're like oh yay that's it you don't get to see anything out of them together and it's just kind of like oh that sucks yeah i don't like that either no one wants to wait like 12 i mean maybe some people do but 12 or 13 episodes for some like fireworks and a kiss but I think the confession is in the third or something episode, but it is early on. And it is it is really interesting to see how these two seemingly very mismatched characters have a lot in common. It's so cute and so so wholesome. Yeah, oh my it's, gosh. it's a very the, wholesome show. The- and the art style is very wholesome. It's not trying to, like, pander to anybody. It's just... The only thing about the art style that I have a weird issue with is in some scenes Hori's eyes are just really really big <laughs> and I don't know why like not not every character's eyes are like that like mm-hmm. hers are just extra big for some reason in some scenes and it just looks funny to me like Miyamura's you know are like normal anime eyes just with you know some like under eyelashes and a lot of the other characters have normal anime eyes but for some reason Hori just has these big like tear-shaped eyes that like sometimes they look cute and sometimes it's just weirdly big depending on how they would the way they portray it's drawn or portrayed and another thing that like that i i enjoy but i find weird is miyamura's he's sometimes he's a pussy and sometimes he just goes in balls deep and i just i don't understand the difference is he though? He he conf- he did confess in the third episode, and yeah, but, he did stand up for Hori when she was being bullied by the student president. But he won't even that call her by her scene. first name or say "see you later" because it implies that he has plans to do something later. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's, his mindset's weird. Like sometimes when it comes to Hori, he just goes and he doesn't care. But then, like mm-hmm. other things, it's like I don't. Like, I don't know how far you got. I got the sixth. I don't know on the sixth or seventh episode, but there's like a part where he steals her candy. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna explain how, but the I'm way like... he the way he did it was just like what the what the fuck. And then... I thought that was cute though. <laughs> it was funny, but it was just like it it kind of for for me I thought it broke character because it's not something I thought he would do. He just kind of did mm-hmm. it, and I was like, wow. Like, mm-hmm. is this going to be a new version of him where he's taking more risk? And it kind of is. Maybe I maybe you see it more as the show goes on. I need to continue on. I had to get on to some other shows. But, you know, stuff like that kind of... I seemed out of place at, the, at that point in time. Although I thought it was funny. Like, her little cute reaction that, oh, he stole my candy, was was cute. And then him kind of walking away, like, sweating nervously, like, oh my god, I can't believe I just did that. But then, mm-hmm. like, he won't call her by her first name. Like, I've never heard Kyoko come out of his, his his mouth once, other than, like, in his own head. He, he doesn't call anybody by their first name, I believe. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Overall, I think it's a really strong show, though. This might end up being my favorite 
rom-com that I've seen, but uh, depend. I'm not sure. I think it's going to be, did you, I think it's 12 or 13 episodes total. So I can't see how this, they, they wait in, to see how this wraps yeah, up. They intend for I'll a probably start. Season. I'll probably start reading the manga, to be honest. Yeah, I saved the manga because the manga is like 137 chapters. I don't mm-hmm. know how many chapters are in each episode. I believe there's going to be another season. But I'm sure there will be. It's gotten a really popular um, reception. Yeah, I got the feeling because they're kind of already hinting at other relationships in the show. And I feel like it's going to be mm-hmm. one of those where you're going to see this relationship build between uh, Miyamura and Hori. And then they're kind of going to become like the love match like couple where they're helping other people fall in love. I you know I don't know if that's that if that is your manga readers are probably like hey, you're probably so short sighted but it just seems like that's where it's going and I'm fine with that like I think it'd be good I enjoy the characters Miyamura like sometimes I really like him and sometimes I I don't and I I don't know why and I think it's because some of it they haven't he's my favorite character I find him so relatable like how did he get tattoos at what sixteen like. Hey, and, there's a there's a way. I don't know what the age restriction well, is in Japan for that, but there's I, yeah, there's I, a way. I don't either because I know that fourteen or fifteen you're considered an adult in Japanese culture. That's why, like, when you see like the sexualization anime of you know high school kids, it's because one they start school later, so they're normally older than, uh, you know, say in a in American school society, what they would be in that age because they only have nine grades compared to R12. So it's it's different over there. And they're considered an adult by 15, 14 or 15, something like that. I want to say it's 14, but I don't so remember. Maybe that, so maybe <laughs> that's like that once you turn 14, you they, you could get them. But, and then him piercing his own ear. And the one thing I want back is that first time you see him with the piercing, he has this lip ring that I thought was dope that goes to his ear, and he never wears it again. And I'm like, man. Yeah, like, pretty cool lip ring. I thought that was dope. And then when, spoiler warning, when he comes and he cuts his hair, um, I think it would have been cooler or better to show why maybe Hori likes him. But then it probably would have pissed Hori off because he would have shown his outside self a little bit more. If instead of going and cutting his hair and becoming like a pretty boy, if he would have went, put his hair up, put his piercings in, like ripped off like half his fucking sleeves and come out with all of his tattoos and, and the piercings and everyone would be like, holy shit, is this the well, same I think guy? He cut, I think he cut his hair. He was feeling uh, self-conscious about everyone gossiping about how he was with Hori and how they don't yeah, he, seem like a, he was doing a it good for match. Her. He, wanted, he, wanted to he, look- he wanted to fit in. Yeah, and everyone always said how like beautiful looking he was if he was when his hair's up. So he thought if he cut his hair, mm-hmm. people would think he's more attractive, which they do. And then they stop caring about their relationship as much. Um, but this is a but, show I would yeah. definitely recommend to anybody Me who too, likes romance. If you couldn't tell, uh, even if you don't, even if you don't particularly like romance, I feel like if you want to give romance a try, give this one a try. Maybe yeah, you disagree because you've seen more than me, but to me, this was really seems like it's really something special. So yeah, so far it's not. It'd probably break my top five just off the sixth half the episodes I've watched, but it's not up there yet. But it could, you know, succeed. It, I don't know if it's my favorite of the season because 
like there are some shows later that I do enjoy a lot, and one I haven't watched that I kept putting off, and I should have watched it, and I probably would have enjoyed it a lot. Um, but another thing I love so far about this show is that opening theme song and the opening visuals. The ending, I don't care. It's it looks, a banger. But that first that that first song by. I have him on my Spotify. I don't remember his name. But yeah. he actually has a lot of good music. But that song is... It fits... I don't know. It just fits... Great. The whole theme of the show. And I enjoy the visuals. It's a really good song. And I, I like, have been listening to it on repeat. Like, anytime I go out. Me too. Like, Me too. Always in my car. Yeah. Like, I, I listen to that guys... Like, I started listening to stuff on Spotify. He's pretty, pretty good... If you are interested in, I don't know the song title. I believe it's something to do with sunlight. Don't quote me on it. But Just the the YouTube the artist's name is Yo Kamiyami. Uh, y O H Kami Yama Yami Yama. However you, they want to pronounce it. And it's his. It's his. Number one song, obviously, on Spotify. But he has a lot of other good stuff in there. You want to check that Great. out. Moving on. So next, yeah, uh, next up we got another another rom-com. Jaku Chara, or low-tier character Tomozaki-kun. Why don't you start off? What did you think overall? Um... I'd give it a six, maybe a six point five. It's okay. It's I was like when I was talking to you, I compared it a lot to my teen romantic comedy Snaifu, which is in my top three, and I love that show. And it feels like this pulls a lot from that same series where you just have, you know your depressed kind of character who's already checked out in life. He doesn't want to play the game of life as they call it. And he just doesn't care what people thinks, and he'll he'll be rude, he'll be mean because he just doesn't care. He just wants to go home, play his Attack Fam, which is just Super Smash Brothers, but they're Attack Families, whatever they call it, Familias. Um, yeah, so for those of you who don't know anything about this show, the main character is Fumiya Tomozaki, and he's this really successful online gamer in this the aforementioned game. So he's a winner online, but in real life, he's not so much of a winner. He has no friends. He's kind of, I guess, I don't want to say like a, I guess a loser in school. That's what, I think that's what he calls himself. I yeah, mean, he calls, himself, he calls word, himself a low tier character, which is where the name comes from. Um, yeah. He's the number one TAC fam player in Japan. Whereas, like I said, again, TAC fam is just Super Smash Brothers. Um. And then he meets up with the number two character, who just happens to be the most popular girl at his school. Ow. And she wants to help him become you know I mean? a winner in real and life. And she, like, hates him for the way he looks at the game of life. So she wants to teach him the importance of the game of life, which, which is what I think makes the show good. Is you have a character who's fairly relatable in Tomozaki. Um, somebody who, you know, growing up, like, I've been bullied... And I've been in the games, and it, you can kind of have that glow up, and you just eventually, like, you know what, I'm going to start trying. And it's crazy how the world changes when you put a little bit of effort into it. And that's what he starts mm-hmm. to notice as the show goes on. He starts to put effort in. He starts feeling happier. He starts making friends. 
standing up for people and you know being a better person while also obviously falling in love with Hinami because she you know she's always put this effort in and not only is she you know the best like the second best gamer and even though nobody knows about him but you know she's like one of the best in the class super popular stands up for her friends like she's just like this perfect ideal picture of what a person should be and then so he's trying to you know inspire her to be more like her and i don't know yet after watching four to five episodes how she feels about him like if she still just looks at him as a friend or you can tell that he's falling for her even though she's trying to get him to get with this other character named um kikuchi fuka yeah another she's just yeah she's just a little bookworm you know cutesy character who kind of yeah. liked him from the get-go. She already kind of liked him for some reason. They don't really explain why, but she was nice to him from the get-go. And Hinami saw this and knew, okay, she has a crush on him. Let's, you know, let's hook him up. They're both kind of mm-hmm. awkward. They'll probably, you know, be good together. And obviously Tomozaki's scared. And then he starts kind of like, just, okay, I'll do it because Hinami said so, not because he necessarily likes this girl. Mm-hmm. Like everything he does, he does purely because Hinami says tells him to do it. But I think with this show, if you like the premise of like a nobody becoming, growing, making friends, and becoming a better person, like you, you're better off to go watch my teen romantic comedy sniper. Like it has better characters. Uh, it's just it's done. In my opinion, it's done better. You have a a main character who grows from helping people, not just because, you know, somebody said, hey, you're going to grow because I want you to, and this is how you're going to do it, and then the person just does it. It's more of a internal realization and growing as a person and falling in love and having the whole love triangle. And this kind of shows, like, there's a whole bunch of girls. Like, he's going to maybe kind of have a harem where once he glows up, a lot of girls are going to like him. Like, people have already noticed once he gets a haircut and starts standing up straight and dressing better that, like, he's actually pretty handsome and stuff like that. So I think it's okay. I think it's, it's if you if you sit down and watch it, you're going to enjoy it. But there's better stuff out there of a similar premise. For me, this is the definition of an average anime, so solid 5 out of 10 for me. I'm not mad that I watched it, but if it wasn't currently airing, I don't know if I would have invested my time in this just because as you said, why watch this when there's a ton of better stuff out there that you can watch instead. So, if I mean, maybe give it a try if you sound if you think the premise sounds pretty interesting to you, but yeah, if not, well, I put pretty notes, average watch uh... something else. I put in our notes that if you were to watch Snaifu and you enjoyed that, go ahead and watch this because you'll enjoy this. But if like you're not into any of that, like it's kind of it's just going to be a waste of your time. And there's there's better things you could be watching that's airing right now. Also, if you're only going to watch one rom com this season, watch Horimiya. Don't watch this one. Just watch, take my word for it. Yeah, if you're going to watch, I mean, you can watch them both, but if you're going to watch a handful of anime, like. This should be the bottom. Like, there's there's better stuff this season that's out. Yeah. Like, so to say, Jujutsu Kaisen. 
which technically kind of came out last season, but it's continuing this season. And, so we decided to include it. Uh, the major part, like it's the, it's really starting to pick up this portion of the season, at least in my opinion. Uh, like Jujutsu Kaisen's definitely. It could be recency bias, but I enjoy it probably a little bit more than Demon Slayer so far. But that's, you know... Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. That's probably just recency bias. Like, I enjoyed Demon Slayer probably just as much when I was watching it. But because I haven't watched it in a while now, it's like, oh... I'm sure, like, once I watch the Demon Slayer movie when it comes over, I'll be like, oh, back on the Demon Slayer hype. And it'll kind of just be a... But it's... Yeah. It's a good shonen, and it has it makes fun of shonen tropes while still doing some of the shonen tropes. Um, there's one thing you put in our notes that irked me. I don't oh, know no. why. What is, what is it? And it was saying that all the characters are inspired by characters from Naruto, which I don't agree with. Like well, other than I just, Gojo I being said that okay, listen, you got you got the black haired supporting male character, you have the token girl, and then you have the white haired masked sensei character. So that's why uh, I said other that. than other than Gojo being he's very much inspired by Kinkashi and they have like two guys and a girl and a squad in like a, a school like for like their their first years. Like their characters couldn't be any more different. Like other like yes, Sukuna is a demon trapped inside. Oh uh, yeah, there's that Yuji, too. <laughs> but like it's not like he was born with it and just this is something he chose and he was naturally gifted. He didn't need this power to make him special. Like he was naturally gifted from the get go. And then Megumi yeah. is is just like he is not little bitch Sasuke. All right, like he is a much better character. And um, Nobra yeah. is a much better girl than Sakura. Like she's not like she's a cunt, but she's not. She knows that she's a cunt, and she's not Sakura who thinks she's this angel. Well, she's actually just being a complete dick to two orphans. Like she's making fun of Naruto, even though about being an orphan, even though the guy she likes is also an orphan. And then she wonders, why does this guy hate me? And you're like, uh, because you're being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, fair, fair, fair enough, fair enough. But, uh, yeah, I would agree with you, too, that it's a solid, well, I put, like, week 8 out of 10, but maybe I would consider it a solid 8 out of 10. I've had a lot of fun watching it. Uh, so yeah, as we said, it's a shonen. You have your main character, Itadori, as we mentioned, is able to consume the body parts of this. De- I guess he he's the a king, demon, or he's, he's a- the he's the king of curses, Sukuna, yeah. who's also in Japanese culture is a is a demon of sorts, but he used to be human, and then he took the powers of curses, which then eventually turned him into a, a curse. Um. And Yuji, just born naturally strong for reasons we don't know yet, is able to eat his fingers and um, subdue Sukuna for a short time. Although every once in a while, like if he's weak, Sukuna can come out and wreak havoc. But eventually, they make a pact where it's like, okay, you know, I'll only come out in 
for like a short amount of time if I say this certain word and he he's weirdly you'd think as a as a demon and like this big bad he would be much more villainous but he's really not like in the manga and in the anime so far like whenever he takes over he doesn't really do anything crazy bad everyone mm-hmm. just views him as this evil guy and other than like spoiler killing itadori and forcing him to make that pact because of killing him like even then that wasn't really that bad and he was very reasonable with oh i say this phrase of words came with the exact phrasing um but then he has two minutes of control where he can't kill anybody that isn't a curse and it's like okay that's pretty freaking reasonable like i know yeah, there's pretty, probably sinister sinister teams <laughs> turns behind it but so i think goto sensei is for sure the best character he's so cool <laughs> what do you think i like him because he is very cool and he's funny he makes the jokes yeah and... he's very funny but like he he takes away from the threat value knowing that there's a guy who just can come in with limitless power and just blow away anything which kind of takes away from the story a bit so whenever gojo's around you're like oh there's nothing to worry about because if something goes wrong he's just gonna jump in wipe them off the face of the earth and then be like okay this is what you did wrong and teach him some things which I guess yeah, it's, it's cool. A, and... It's a very fun show. Like, if you like Shonen, you'll for sure like this. Yeah. Like, I actually... Uh, we haven't got a lot of him yet. But my favorite character is probably Megumi. I think his dogs are cool. I, I think oh, the secret, yeah, po- his, I love, the secret I love power the of... Dogs. Yeah, the secret power of his that Sukuna saw that he, he is so interested in. Like, I'm interested in what is his power. Um, you learn about his father... And Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, which is like a prequel, and his father was like a a jujutsu list assassin, but he was like this crazy powerful assassin who actually almost killed Gojo, and that's the reason Gojo is as powerful as he is. Like that's his father. So you just his, <laughs> his what he's gonna do in the future and why Gojo sees such potential in him. He even says that he can become stronger than him. Like I want to. He says the same thing about Yuji. But, like, Yuji had to eat the King of Curses to have that potential, where Megumi was born with it, and I'm kind of curious to see where that goes. Yeah. Yeah, so... so yeah, I think it's... Sorry, go, go ahead. I'll say Gojo's probably not my favorite character. Megumi's probably my favorite, because I think he's the most interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, he's, he's probably a close second, because he's also interesting and cool at the same time. And he... I do like this, and in, in especially um, Shonen, where you have this overpowered character who does the whole Goku, where he fights at his weakest just to give people a chance because he's bored. Like, he wants to enjoy, he enjoys fighting. So he, like, lets people try, and then he just, like, breaks their spirit, which I think is awesome. Like, when he's fighting the Volcano Head dude, and he's doing all these great abilities, but because of his Limitless and having that barrier around him, like, he can't take any damage. But he's just making this volcano head guy think he's fucking him up. And then he just walks over and just slaps the shit out of him. Like, at some point he teleports, gets each door and says, Hey, watch what I'm about to do. And then just goes to beat the hell out of this guy. 
and says, see, this is what you have to learn how to do. And Hidori's like, uh, what? I couldn't even, like, this guy's power, like, sentient power made me tremble, and you just walked over there and smacked him. You just, you lifted your, your, your cloth up, and then everybody just dies. It's like, okay, you know. That's cool. Like, that's enjoyable and fun to see that whole fun side of him, even in a battle. Like, he had a battle, he's still cracking jokes, and which, again, very... He's arguably a better version of Kakashi. Because I feel like Kakashi falls off after Naruto and like, Shippuden. Like, once Jiraiya's involved and it's he falls off, I don't feel like Gojo's going to have that. I think he's going to stay the pinnacle of power for the time to come. They've hinted at a couple yeah, people who have the happening. potential to then surpass him, but they're not going to do it anytime soon. Yeah, I wonder how long this is going to be, but I'm definitely going to watch the next season. Uh, I feel like there's probably going to be one. Oh, they, they, already, popular they already got season two. Oh, they are. They already... oh okay, great. <laughs> yeah, Can't wait. This is going to be uh, probably a 100, 200, 300 chapter long manga, which will make it 100 or so episodes. Maybe it might even it might even go longer than that. Like he's still just writing it, so you don't know who, you know what this manga creator wants to do with the story. And I feel like as long as he's selling the manga like he is, the anime is gonna keep he keeps this uh, level of quality. It'll it'll just it'll keep, go on until he doesn't want to do it anymore because it's it's already captured the world. It has this base quality, and as long as it doesn't get worse, it only gets better. Like, which we know is possible because we've seen, you know, One Piece go on for over, you know, a thousand episodes. I don't even know how many chapters that is. Uh, like, it's possible, and this is it's a shonen for a reason. It, as long as it's selling, it's going to keep going. Although he might do what, you know, the manga writer for Demon Slayer did and cut it off after a certain point. Just be like, okay, this is my story. I'm done with it. But Jujutsu Kaisen just doesn't... It gives me more of that traditional shonen, long-running shonen feel that I feel like it's gonna... I have no problem with that. Either do I, because we haven't had, really had one of those. We've had Black Clover, which started out really bad, but now it's gotten very good. But a lot of people kind of, like, clicked off of it. And then um, now it's too people. hard... <laughs> yeah, it's too hard to get back to it. It's like, oh, I gotta watch all these episodes and read this far into the manga to catch up, but... It's worth it. Like I think it's, I personally like Black Clover better than My Hero Academia, and people love My Hero. And I I think My Hero is. It started good, and it's getting great, but there's just this last bit, other than the Endeavor stuff, that I've just found very boring, and I don't care. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. So yeah, again, gr a great show. I don't think it's going to be on the same level as Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan, um, you know, all those other top shonens, but it's definitely up there for me. I don't know if we'll hit Attack on Titan, but it, it's, it's at least, I think its potential is going to be around the same as Demon Slayer for me. So well, I would definitely we'll recommend it if you enjoy shonen. <laughs> Yeah, if you don't enjoy Shonen, don't watch it, because that's all it is. Now we're getting to kind of like stuff that 
we've each only watched one, like one person's watched, not both of us. So I don't know if you yeah. want what if you want to do talk about wonder. I can talk about or, wonder. Yeah, which yeah, is I'll a show about... I should have watched and like I almost blew yeah, it up a couple should've. times and I just You really should have. I just like it's okay though. <laughs> I don't know, like, the premise sounds so good, but whenever I go to boot it up, I just, like, I want to go back and watch Holy Meetup, so I just don't do it. It's a different show. Um, This is not a rom-com. I only watched the first four episodes um, last night, actually. I watched episode one a while ago, and I really liked it, but just been kind of busy and watching other stuff, and then I was only going to watch two episodes last night so I could have at least watched three for today but it was like really good so I watched another one and I would have watched another one if I hadn't fallen asleep but uh, I feel like it it, I think it's too early for me to give this a rating but it started off really strong in my opinion so if you don't know it's about our main character is I who's she's bullied because she has two different colored eyes and she just doesn't fit in And so her best and only friend commits suicide, after which she becomes a shut-in, basically a hikikimori. And then she encounters this mysterious entity who gives her the opportunity to possibly, like, save her friend by caring for these things called wonder eggs. And so she cares for the wonder eggs, and they'll eventually hatch, and inside of them is uh, basically people who have lost because they died for who are, they're lost because they died because of tragic um, reasons. And so then she sh- sort of enters this alternate reality where their traumas, their past traumas manifest as monsters, which she has to protect them from. That sounds like really complicated as a premise. I did my best to explain it. I hope you catch my drift. <laughs> but um, I really like the juxtaposition of how they used a really colorful palette for this show against the like the theme of the show, which is really quite dark. It tackles very serious issues such as depression, bullying, um, different kinds of abuse, suicide, and self-harm. It's really unique. It's really strange, and it's really good. So definitely recommend. I can't wait to see the rest of this. Um, The characters are great. Uh, I just wouldn't watch this if you might be triggered by the subject matter. That's the only thing because it is really dark and it is really serious. But other than that, great show. Yeah, I I want to watch it because I enjoyed like the the premise of going into a deep deep issues. Same reason I enjoyed um, uh, Bunny Girl Senpai was the same thing. Like it went into these deep uh, adolescental like issues that like people in anime which is a way to bring those issues to the forefront in a creative and interesting way and kind of helping give a way to get out of said issue and i feel like this show could probably do a similar thing where it may be dark but maybe watching it you might hit have like a self-realization to where you're like okay you know, I can do this too, you know, hey, you know, that, that's not too hard, you know, maybe I gotta face my own demons inside, which is what it seems like is the premise, yeah. is facing your own demons, which sounds yeah. great, and I wanna watch it, and I don't know why, I just keep, I, it's like this this weird thing of want, and then I just 
I start singing the Hoi Mia fucking theme song, and then I just want to go back to watching that. Like, God damn it. And so, like, I weird. think once you start, you won't be able to stop. And yeah, even that's part of the it... issue, too, is with work, you know, I can't, if I sit down and really enjoy something, next you know, three hours is gone. I should have been, I should have been asleep an hour ago, and then now I'm going to have to try and force myself to go to sleep while breaking down and thinking about anime in my head. So sometimes it can make it hard to, like, Sometimes it's easier to watch something that's a little more lighthearted because I don't have it doesn't like break into my mindset. I'm not thinking about uh See, even even though this show is very serious and very dark, it doesn't leave me feeling like sad at the end. It is I don't know if I want to use the word uplifting, but there is sort of an optimistic tone to it despite all of this as you said tackling your demons that's a good thing so yeah i think you'll really like it and i think a lot of people would really like it i put off starting it too just because the premise seems so out there but it works it works really well and as you said it's a different way to um cast light on these different issues that a lot of people do face so do I recommend it? Yes. I will eventually watch it, and I will probably give a recommend talk about it at some point. Um, now something I watched that Nicole didn't was Mushoku Tensai Jobless Reincarnation. Now this show at first, the first episode is really bad. It is... If you, you talk about a trigger warning, it will trigger you because it's just so kind of grotesque and you're just like, what the hell is going on? The first episode shows a fat otaku who got bullied and he's just kind of a, a hermit. And he's one of his family members died, but instead of going to the funeral, he's at home watching hentai and jerking off. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on? And eventually he gets kicked out and he tries to save this young girl, gets hit by a truck, and gets reincarnated as Ruby, a baby, to two adventurers in another world. Um, so, you as you, you heard the reincarnation, it's an isekai. And everybody either loves and or hates isekais. From what I know, this is actually one of the first ever written isekais. Like it's, it's actually a very old manga. But the manga writer kind of went he wanted a thing like fruits baskets where he didn't want anyone to adapt it unless they were going to do a whole thing do the whole series because he thinks that the the bigger picture it's better in the bigger picture than just say a season or two you know and the um they want this to be a longer running series and it can be because other than that first episode it starts to actually get very good and that's why i gave it a seven because it's good it's very it's a it's a high seven. I think it's only going to get better as the show goes on. But that first episode where you have this weird, neat, fat, gross guy becoming a baby and still being that fat, gross guy on the inside. And just, like, having these weird sexual thoughts about his mother and, like, his maid. It's just like, what the fuck is going on? But eventually, like, he realizes he's... Um, a genius when it comes to magic and so he just starts learning magic and he's able to do uh, incantationless casting just by the feeling of how the magic feels which is something that nobody can figure out other than him 
and eventually he teaches it to another young girl uh, that's probably going to be his main love interest. But he, you start go, he starts the baby and he grows up. They're like, you skip circle. He'll look at how he's three years old. Look what he's doing. How he's four years old. Look what he's doing now. And it, it does a good work. He, he kind of, they, they break down what happened in that year very quickly. It's, hey, look, I learned how to do this, this, and that. So you're not sitting there with a baby, you know, for 13 episodes. It's, you know, he's, he's aging. And once he hits like a certain age, he'll go on into the story. Um, by age four, he's able to cast intermediate magic, which then makes his mother, Zenith, and Paul. Paul is a god-level knight. Like, he has, like, there's three sword skills in this series, and he's god-level at all of them, which is, like, the max level you can be. So he's basically, like, a low-tier noble who is, like, assigned to protect a section of land, like, a certain land for a lord. So they're, they're a pretty well-off family. And then his mother and Paul's wife is just a healer who was part of his party, and they obviously fell in love and had a kid. Which then becomes Rudius. A.K.A. Rudy. And after you, you still kind of get the 40, 30 year old, however they say old he is, in his head. He he thinks in that voice, but speaks in, you know, his normal like voice for that age range. And he stops being as gross and creepy after that first episode. And he gets more like, oh, hey, I'm actually going to try in this life. You know, I'm gifted. I'm actually going to use these gifts. I'm not going to hide inside anymore and the big reason behind this is his master his ma his magical master comes in who's roxy and roxy is a demon lolly basically like she's a lolly-esque character who is part of a demon clan they never really say how old she is but she's considered fairly still fairly young uh but she comes in teaches a magic and he quickly surpasses her and becomes a saint level water mage, which is the same level as her within two years. Something she took her an entire lifetime. She said to be like in her twenties, and he did it in two years. She still can't figure out magical casting, but she taught him how to go outside and break out of his comfort zone and what it means to be gifted and how to use it. And so he uses this as the show goes on. And it's just kind of him becoming a better mage and using that magical power instead of like everyone around him says you're so gifted why aren't you mean why don't you use it to do harm to people or to you know push your own agenda you could be a little bit more cocky why are you always so nice to everybody and like what you know as the viewer is oh they show you flashes of him being bullied and why he was the way he was and so he doesn't want to put that on other people. He actually wants to lift people up who he feel could be put in that position that he was in, which is very good. So it starts off really slow, but it, it just picks up. I think I've watched five episodes, and it's definitely picked up into being a show I really want to continue watching. It has good comedy. The animation's beautiful. Um, characters are good. Every character is enjoyable. They're good looking. It's fun to look at. If you like Isekai, I would definitely recommend it. If you hate Isekai, I'd probably still recommend it because it is very good. You just gotta get past that first episode. Hey.
I guess I'll talk about a different show next. This one is called Skate the Infinity. I was really excited for this one. I actually hadn't heard anything about it until I was looking up the new shows a couple weeks ago, I guess, whenever we started talking about doing this episode. And so I've been looking for uh, a skateboarding. This anime is about, it's a sports anime about skateboarding, if you couldn't tell from the title. But I've been looking for one for a while, and to my knowledge, there aren't any. So I was really excited. I've had a lot of fun watching this. Uh, The main characters, I think, are reasonably developed, and they all have an interesting history or reason why they are into skateboarding, which I thought was a nice touch. And so our main characters are Reki and Alanga. Reki is this typical skateboarder guy um, at night, he goes to this underground, like, skateboarding ring. It's called, they just call it S. And so the competition in this, it's it's a race. It's not, like, SLS, um, street league type co- competition. But there are, they do do a lot of tricks and stuff, which is really cool. And so Reki befriends Longa, who is kind of, is who is new to Tokyo. Um, he was previously a snowboarder, and they become friends, and they just... It's basically about friendship and skateboarding, but it's really fun. So definitely check it out if you like sports animes or if you're interested in skateboarding. I've really been enjoying it. Uh, I think I think it's really cool how, as I said, like a lot of the character, like a lot of the characters in this show, they have who they are in their daily life, and then they have this complete alternate ego when they come to this underground skateboarding thing. Like one guy is this highly respected businessman by day and by night he's like he's also one of the main the main antagonists he's this gangster like skateboarding flamboyant bully basically my first and question then there's is, another is it guy like fight club is like they don't talk about this skateboarding club or is it yeah just... you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to talk about it it's like illegal because they're doing it in this abandoned mine which i guess they're not allowed to be there and then there's, there's this other guy called Shadow, who he starts off as, like, has an antagonist in the first episode, but then he kind of becomes friends with them, sort of. And so by day, he's like, well, at, okay, at night in this skate club, he dresses up as, like, as a clown. He's a huge gangster. He's super mean, like, in your face. And then by day, he's working in this flower shop, um, kind of in love with with his boss i'm not sure if that's a play on that one romance but anyways he's completely different so i found that very interesting overall very lighthearted, very fun i don't really have much more to say about it other than that but i think it's really cool how it, i think it is the first skateboarding anime so that's pretty cool I really hope it gets a second season. I don't know if it will or if it's just going to be a, like a one time sort of thing but Hopefully there will be more. I haven't heard much about it other than what you just said, so I... Yeah, I haven't heard anyone talking about it either, but it has a pretty good, like, on my anime if list. this I think came it's out like... 10 it came years out this ago, huh? it would have been the biggest thing, because that when the skateboarding was, like, the craze, and everybody was, like, 10, 15 mm-hmm. years ago, and just everybody was into skateboarding, like, skateboarders were some of the most popular celebrities out there you had a bunch of shows based on skateboarding video games are coming out based on but like nowadays it's just kind of like fallen that whole extreme sports thing is just kind of a niche now people aren't 
it's it's kind of actually being taken over by anime, like that whole niche thing that people like that's becoming a mainstream thing. It used to be anime, it was niche, and now it's becoming more mainstream, and now the mainstream of skateboarding and stuff is now becoming the niche very few people enjoy it. Well, maybe maybe this will cause will cause a comeback of skateboarding. I honestly I wouldn't be surprised. I don't, I don't know if I could handle another era of the Kyles. I, the Kyles? Uh, I I drink enough monster in my lifetime oh. probably because of that era that I probably have <laughs> some type of heart murmur due to just the amount of caffeine that was been in my bloodstream at one time. Well, darn. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably... It'd be low on my list of things to watch. I don't watch a lot of sports anime. As somebody who watches sports in, like, live-action yeah, sports, think, it's yeah, hard to I watch sports I'm, anime. Yeah, definitely an interest in skateboarding or sports is going to be a prerequisite to enjoy this. But, uh, I mean, I gave it... For me, it would be a very strong 8 out of 10. So I put, like, 8.5 maybe possibly higher. We'll see. And that's just based on personal enjoyment. I just had so much fun with it. So you're saying this is on the same level as Hori Mia then? Your, I mean, your that... personal taste. It's... <laughs> I mean, object. Okay. Well, objectively, I would pro objectively, I would probably say Hori Mia is better, but just on a pure, like, enjoyment level it's pretty i don't know if i would say it's better but if it's not it would be pretty close behind for Mia for me i just noticed it was like the same ranking and i was kind of curious yeah lots of really good shows this season lots of i feel like i've been saying everything is like an eight out of ten <laughs> which is good compared to last season everything being a four out of ten and you're just like i don't wanna yeah totally um and just like this next anime, which I literally gave a four, which is Back Arrow. I I like mech anime, so I thought I'll give it a shot. I got three episodes in and dropped it. It it's just your basic robot fighting. They have the power of their convictions, which is okay, but like all their convictions are really stupid. Like one guy's conviction is something to do with stealing what he wants to like, I just steal what I want and that gives me power for some reason it doesn't the power doesn't involve stealing it's just like a robot that because he has his conviction and your main character doesn't even have a conviction so he's like extra powerful and just basically water and no one can touch him the robots look cool they're very well done they have their own little bits of style to them but they just don't really makes sense and it's just kind of seems like a show where they wanted to take like a mix of like the Edo Japanese era art style and mix it with cowboys and so you have like your cowboy waifus like there's some interesting girls that are just basically cow cowgirls and they're like if you want like a cowgirl waifu, maybe you would enjoy watching them fight in robots. But it's one is just a gunslinging B word, and the other one is way too nice for her own good. And then you have your main character who doesn't. He's the same trope as every main character. He just falls from the sky with no memories of who he is, and 
But all he knows is he has to get behind the wall. And everyone's like, there's nothing behind the wall. And he's like, but there is. I'm from behind the wall. And they're like, no, you're fucking not. You're an idiot. So he's, <laughs> he's just intent on going behind the wall. And it's just like, okay, cool. But, like, what's your name? You know, normally they at least remember their name. Nope. He gets his name because one of the character Ari's little brother says he is like an arrow who never backs down. And so he's like, oh, just call me Back Arrow then. And that's how he gets his name. And you're like, that's the dumbest name I've ever heard in my entire life. I, I, like I, said, I dropped after three episodes. Maybe it gets better. But it just didn't, it just, there's nothing to grab your attention. Like the art style wasn't bad. It was animated fine. It's just, Honestly, if you take Batgirl out of the show and you just have, like, the samurai dude, um, Shu Boo, or I believe is his name. That might be the other antagonist who's, like, a genius, but he's, like, the similar. And then just have these hillbilly cowboy people who are trying to fight against the system. It'd probably be way better if you just take this dumb Batgirl character and get rid of him and just have it in that whole sense of people living off the land, fighting against, you know, commercialization and a growing empire would have been a much better, uh, and you could even still have your walls and do the whole attack on Titan where eventually things are going to come beyond the wall that you guys are going to have to come together. It would probably have been a much better series if you just take the dumb main character of Batgirl and get rid of him. Like, he's just... Your normal anime protagonist with a dumb white stripe in his hair, and I just hate him as a character. <laughs> the moment he shows up on screen, he's just naked and being stupid, and you're like, I don't, I don't like this guy at all. So that's that's easily like, besides Exxon, it's the worst anime of the probably this season, and I wouldn't tell anyone to go watch it unless they the really like. Of a healer. I would probably want, enjoy Redo of Healer more than this show. <laughs> Ouch. Like, softcore hentai or back arrow, I'm taking the softcore hentai. Like, it's it's just... There was just no substance to it. And But, like, if you like robots, you probably enjoy it. The robots are cool. The fight scenes are okay, I guess, for what I saw. They might get better as the show goes on. But it just didn't catch my attention at all. I think that's. I think that's all the shows we've seen. Show. All the new shows we've seen yeah. collectively. So, what did you say you would have given that one? A four out of ten. Maybe even a three. Yeah. Three point five. Wow. So that was your least favorite one of the season. Yeah, and again, I watched the Koi Mians up before this, so I was on this just like anime high, and to go to something so mm-hmm. generic and shitty, which is like oh. Yeah, I and I we uh yeah, are, so, are you keeping up on Attack on Titan? Uh yeah, I may be an episode behind, but yes. But don't tell me anything. I'm only reading the manga. Once it's finished I'll I'll go and watch it, but right now I'm just gonna binge it once it's done. <laughs> um I'm trying to catch up on ReZero. I finished the first part. I'm getting into the new seasonal stuff that's coming out now with ReZero. 
and god is it good it's so good i i love Ruizuo. if it wasn't for hori mir capturing my attention for that bit i would have probably just i would have just binged it yeah and... so hori mia is your favorite of the season then and back arrow is your least favorite Horimir is probably my favorite, although I do think Mushoku Tensai is getting better and better that it might actually take, you know, take that spot. And then Wonder Egg I might enjoy a lot and might also take it because I yeah, do like those it's deep... hard. Those There's deep, so many good shows. And that's just cutting out, you know, if it came to just pure seasonal, like, including um, sequels and stuff, ReZero or, like, Attack on Titan would definitely be number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Attack on Titan is just so good right now, and I at least I don't know about the anime other than clips I've seen, but knowing the manga, knowing how it's going to be animated, and knowing what they're going to do, I just know it's going to be great. I'm just hoping this last chapter wraps things up in a satisfactory ending. And it's not some bullshit where I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe they did that. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I would say my least favorite was Jaku Chara, for sure. Which, again, wasn't terrible, just overwhelmingly average. And then, yeah, my favorite, too, was probably Hori Mia, but Escape the Infinity and Wonder Egg seems like they're both going to be very, very close seconds. I almost wanted to say I preferred Escape the Infinity a bit more, but then I was like, ah, no, I guess, like, Hori Mia is better. It's too wholesome and too cute. Wholesome and cute always does win out. Nothing, nothing fixes a rough day like some wholesome, cute anime. Very true. Very true. Um, and then I guess that's all we have for. Yeah, we'll we'll probably go more guys. in depth with the spring because we'll have more time to probably watch everything. We kind of decide on this a little late, and heck, I yeah, I wasn't watching a lot of seasonal anime. Cause I had a whole bunch of stuff that I was catching up on, and I, now that I've caught up on it to an extent. I, I do intend to watch keep up with the seasonal anime from here on out again. Um, there's a couple things on the springs that's obviously going to be great. We have you know the fifth season of, of My Hero Academia, which if you read the manga, you know it's getting wild. And it should be very, very good. We'll get into that war arc in the anime and seeing it all animated will be real fun. You're going to have the slime reincarnation is going to keep going, which people like it. Still hadn't watched it. I haven't watched first season. Um, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord Season 2 is coming in spring. If you liked that, I know my brother and a couple other people really enjoyed it. Again, I haven't watched it. I saw a bunch of big boobs on the main thing, and I was like, I don't know if I want to watch Etchy right now. So I've never watched that. Shaman King Remake is coming out, which is going to, I think that looks really good, very fun. Fruits Baskets finale. I know you're probably excited for that. Oh, yes, yes. Megalobox season two. A lot of sequels seem like they're going to come in this next spring season, but hopefully it, it keeps up the level of quality that the winter season has given us. Yeah, it looks like, it looks like it'll be a fun season. I'm also excited for this one that I, I believe it's called To Your Eternity. I heard the manga's really good, and the premise seems very much so up my alley, so I'll definitely be watching that. Yes, it is. But, um, the Japanese is Fumetsu no Anathia, 
or English to your eternity. I probably said that wrong, but that's, you know, as an English speaker, I, I tried my best to Jap Japanese is hard, okay? Um, there's a couple other yeah, shows look good. Which is exciting. You know, this has been a good season. It seems like next season is going to be really good. The season before this one was kind of boring, to be honest. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't even yeah, remember I, what I watched. I, I tried I the Modula stuff with God of High School, which was a beautiful show. Not much story. I just, I watched the first five minutes of God, of uh, Tower of God, and I turned it off and said, this is the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. Until I watched Exxon, but I thought it was just, ugly i had no interest in watching it uh people says it gets better and it like the the concept sounds good but whenever i put it on the screen it just doesn't look good i think i called over like it was i think it was a crunchyroll original tony kawa over the moon for you or something um that one i also thought was very 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 average but, yeah, uh, can't even I can't remember watched... what else. But anyways, but thank you guys for joining us today for our discussion of the seasonal shows. Yes. Um, I think um, if you're next in... time we're talking. Yeah, sorry. If you're into uh, J-pop and Japanese music and everything that comes from anime when it comes to the OPs, OSTs, endings, we're going to kind of break down some of our favorites and what we think is good. May even play some snippets of the, of the songs, you know, to share what we like about different styles of anime music. Yep, it should be fun. All about music. We hope you guys join us again next time. All right, guys, have a good day. Hope to see you next week. All right, bye.